I'm Allison Katzkowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale or the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always going to give it to you straight because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in again this week for another edition of Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. This show is all about the client experience, what makes a client experience creative, unique, and transformative. We have two goals in mind when we do that. One is to really enhance customer value, that's value for you, but also show you and point out as business leaders and entrepreneurs that there's always more than one way to offer an amazing experience. And the only way that we can do this is when we talk to other amazing business leaders and how they're creating change in the world. My guest today is Andrea Caprio. She was also a guest on my Tuesday flagship show, The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You can go in there and find my interview with her there. It might give you a little bit more of an intro into her. So I'm excited to have her back. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much, Alison. Uh, double whammy, which is really great. So happy to be again on your amazing podcast and show. Uh, super to be here. Absolutely. So tell my audience a little bit about you and what you do. Alrighty. So as you hear from my accent, I'm German. I work, however, mostly in the American um, area. Um, I'm a master certified transformational nutrition coach. I've started my business a bit over seven years ago. Um, at the time I lived in Miami, I've been traveling a lot since, and I help my clients to overcome uh, weight loss issues and emotional eating issues and struggles. Okay. And so I built my business around that and working now only online. Uh-huh. So you're 100% virtual now. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. I know, I know you and I have talked about you adding some in-person experiences, but we'll save that for another episode. So let's dive in a little bit more about weight loss in general. This is not an area where there is any lack of information. There's a lot of people out there teaching weight loss that got their own plan or whatever that works. Talk to me a little bit. Not we'll talk about your process in a minute, but talk to me a little bit about your story, why this is so important to you. So I actually started off my business after I overcome my own struggles, right? Um, I've always been stressed. I realized I was emotionally eating and I ate too much sugar or sweet stuff. Um, and the more I was stressed, the more I ate, obviously. And one day I uh, changed everything, literally my whole way of eating. And then obviously, as a result, also my whole lifestyle, the way I was doing things and so on. And I improved really my own health uh, immensely. And that's when I started started to become a master certified transformational nutrition coach. And I really felt like, um, you know, being able to help people on that level in a more holistic way is how I can add really value. And you're absolutely right. I mean, there are hundreds of thousands of 
health coaches, nutritionists, etc., and all, you know, in the weight loss, obviously the fitness uh, coaches and so on included in the weight loss sphere. But I really work in a holistic way. So I base myself on uh, looking at the emotional side, the psychology of the people, or um, also, you know, the trauma they had, the past life, because all that feeds into um, our issues that we are having and the struggles that we cannot lose weight and keep it off. So the key Keep it off is really the important part, I think, because everybody can kind of almost everybody can lose weight, right? They go on a quick diet, they lose 10 pounds, 20, 50 pounds, whatever, but then they put it back on, right? Because they have not solved the underlying issue. And I call that the root cause. And there can be uh, emotional, there can be spiritual, there can be psychological, and of course, physical as well, and often a mixture of all. And by focusing on that is really how I help my uh, clients to overcome the constant yo-yo dieting cycle yeah. and yeah. achieve permanent weight loss. And obviously yeah. with that happiness and confident and being more active and so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, and, and I'm, I'm fairly familiar with the statistics on weight loss and what you describe as a yo-yo dieting. I think anyone listening is familiar with what that means. But I will say that when I look at the health statistics, like over the last 20 years, especially in America, you know, people, the people are are bigger than they've ever been. And only in the last five years, people are moving less and less. And some of that, of course, is the result of the pandemic, people being at home, people are sitting more, you know, virtual work isn't going anywhere. You're an example of that. If anything, people are stepping into that more. So I think the real problem here from what I'm hearing you talk about, it's not the fact that there's always a way that people can get the weight off. Okay. But it's really kind of figuring out why the weight has to keep coming off. Right. (laughs) So talk to me a little bit about that. The thing is, um, People really love something quick, a quick fix, right? It's everything in our society, you know, a quick tool, a quick fix, a pop a pill or whatever it is, right? And quick, quick solution, right? Absolutely. And the whole uh, weight loss and also health industry, I believe, um, is really buying into that, right? So many offers, if you look, right, uh, take that uh, latest diabetes drug uh, to lose weight, for example, without naming it now. Um, You know, it's so quick, but then people forget all, you know, the side effects of it. And also that if you stop doing whatever you're doing, it can be the diet, it can be the pill, it can be whatever, um, you put on the weight, right? Uh Right. You just go back to square one and often actually you put on more weight, right? Because then you have a whole uh, issue with, you know, your hormones being completely upside down, your blood sugar is uh, disturbed, um, your neurotransmitters have been suffering, et cetera, et cetera. And you probably have added more issues underlying to your system, like your gut health, your liver, and so on and so on, that even add more to the damage you've already done, right? Right. Just making things worse and worse. And even things like, um, you know, interventions, right? So many try uh, to do a reduction or whatever. They're just not working because, again, the root cause is not addressed. And the root cause, again, going back to the physical and the emotional side. Yes. And I'm very much about uh, the mindset. And I know, Alison, in your work, you you go around this as well very much, right? If your mindset is not there, 
you cannot, or it's very difficult to achieve whatever, you know, your goal uh, is right. or your goals are. So I believe the mindset and addressing the mindset blockages you have are very, very important. And it's probably yeah. 80% of my work with my clients yeah. and 80% also of what makes me um, successful, right? And what makes, or rather my clients successful, right? Because in the end, you know, we are here yeah. and I'm here to serve um, right. people, right. right? That's how I right. became what I'm doing, like so many people in this field. And we want, of course, our clients to be successful. And when we're working on the mindset, that's where the difference is. Yeah. And I love that, that we're that we're on this subject rather than just like another strategy or just another like, well, let's dial into the macros more. Let's look at like your daily habits. I mean, I think I think most any thinking person understands that that has to be a part of it. But what gets glossed over, I think, and a lot of the way, and I can definitely speak to this on a lot of the physical fitness programs out there, since that's my my area of expertise, is that the mindset, it's almost like, well, let's just think about what we want to achieve. Let's just, you know, and and then it, it comes down to almost with people, well, you must have not wanted it enough. You just need to work harder. You need to have more willpower. You need to have more discipline, you know, and and honestly, yeah, discipline is a big piece of it. But it's really about how you're thinking about the change that you want to make and how does that relate to who you are? Absolutely. And I, I love what you said. And you mentioned a couple of things. So one, uh, this whole willpower thing is for me really a big BS uh, thing, because oh, I always say you have a bag of willpower coins. And when you've used them, you're gone, yeah. right? right? And right. that's why um, it's really about finding one, you know, what is... Um, what is preventing you from staying committed? And you said like uh, earlier, right? Um, the commitment uh, is really important there, right. but you need to get there. Right. And I, and that's one uh, part, and I have actually developed a new program just to cater for that um, missing part is to learn habits, right? And to learn really habits from the bottom um, from the simplest habit by just drinking one glass of water or whatever it is, right? So nothing fancy. So not starting, let's say, if you want to develop a gym habit or so, one hour of gym every day, because most people will fail, right? Or if you've been eating McDonald's every day and suddenly only eating vegetable is probably uh, something that's too much change. for failure, right? right? Too, much, too much change for people. Exactly. And I believe really that when you learn those simple habits, and I, I teach that in one of my programs, is really where then you start... Um, you know, incorporating them and you can stay on track without needing the willpower, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Without having issues with self-sabotage. And just speaking about self-sabotage, I wanted to add that while we are talking on it, about it, right. is often the self-sabotage uh, comes actually from fear of success, not fear of failure. Mm -hmm. And I... Um, I, I think that's something for everybody to know, not only in weight loss, but in other areas as well, right. is very often people actually um, don't have this fear of failure because they've done 10 diets already and they're, you know, they're afraid, but it's actually the success fear. And uh, yeah. what if I were to be successful? Will yeah. people still love me? Will I build, still be accepted by my partner? Um, or then, of well, course. And I also a think to your point too, while, and this is in the same vein, is that, you know, it, I think what really scares us more about being successful is the change that it's going to ask of us for the future. 
Because I think, yeah. I think like anything else, and it doesn't have to just be about weight loss. It can be about saving for a fine, you know, making a financial goal or, you know, having, you know, personal projects at the house or whatever, you know, I think when we put our nose to the grindstone, so to speak, and we do the work, the tiny habits, as you talk about the strategy piece, anybody can get that result. Right. But I think what trips us up to your point is what is this going to ask of us for the future? That's where people really get afraid. And that's where the mindset piece comes in. Yeah, you definitely have a point there. Um, and it's very much so that, uh, and I hear that often from people who say, yeah, but then I have to show up every day as a yeah. successful people, a yeah. person, sorry. They and made up their mind, that's going to be too hard. And to the other hand, speaking of successful persons, a lot of my clients are very successful, yeah. but they keep one so-called unsuccessful area. Yeah. So they're not getting too successful because then- yeah. It would be perfect, right? Yeah, and right, right, is obviously right. a problem for them. Yeah, I th- and this is where I think it, the really the work is in changing our self concept. Is looking at what does that version of myself, to your point, that loses the twenty pounds and keeps it off. What is that version of myself? How does she live? How does she make her decisions? Does she get up early and go work out, or does she make time at the end of the day when she's really tired and that's the last place she wants to be? But she understands the importance of it, right? So true, absolutely, yeah. yes. And yeah. I like this uh, future, putting yourself in your future self, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I really think that that what we want to try to do, especially in a client experience, is we want to create that good feeling from the beginning. Right. We want to kind of get them in that energy because it's a completely different energy than focusing on, you know, how hard this is going to be and how did I let myself get here? And, you know, all those things that if any of us and people listening can relate to this, too, if we're being honest, we've all been there. (laughs) Tell me about it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your program, Sam, because I know um, you've got a couple different ways that you actually structure this. And the way I'd like to go about this is I don't just want to talk about this like this is another program that people can enroll in. What I'd like for you to speak to is how this is an experience for people. So let's start there. So I maybe just will start where I started in my business and where I'm now, because I think that will help other people also to understand how you can develop your business or how sometimes business can develop uh, to the advantage of clients um, in a way. So I started off like probably many people um, offering only one-on-one coaching. I eventually, you know, raised my price uh, to quite a high level uh, in within my sphere, obviously. Um, I added group coaching program. I had an e-learning program still with quite a lot of uh, one-on-one, but all my programs were initially six, six weeks. I eventually decided uh, to put them all at six months. And now um, what I've done, because I've realized actually that in, I have a five-step program, a food freedom uh, formula, and uh, it goes very uh, deep into, um, as I say, uh, realizing the root cause with assessments and really finding out and then addressing the root cause and so on. And I realized that that's all very good, but very often people were not ready to do the changes, right? And I also found the commitment was very low. And hence, of course, a client's experience was not as good, right? Right, I saw definitely some people who were 
falling off the wagon or, you know, where I was really struggling to keep them there and so on. Right, right. So I was talking with a lot of clients and obviously doing, you know, a bit of research and so on. And I eventually developed a new program that I integrate now in my whole offer um, as a program, which normally is at the beginning of my client's journey. I'm still to build the f- next right. step program, but um, obviously uh, it's a, it's a next step. Um, so I have developed a, and I talked, we talked earlier about a habits program first. Okay. So like um, level almost, it sounds like. You know, And it's actually funny enough, it's the fourth step of my food freedom formula, um, but I put it now as the first step, right? I have actually not changed the formula, but never mind that. And um, so I have six weeks where I only focus with clients on learning how to implement habits. And with that, obviously, first of all, I get them clear on what goal they have. Uh, we do like Wheel of Life, um, you know, I've in- included workshops and, um, you know, workbooks and so on. So they get clear, they see a little bit where they're lacking. And then we work on the different areas, basically, of weight loss. So we start with a tiny habit. We obviously then talk about how to um, implement healthy eating habits, meal planning, meal prepping, you know, all these kind of things, stress management, uh, sleep, morning routine, evening routine, all these kind of things that I find very important because again, going back to, you know, the typical diet or the typical meal plan that most people want or think they need rather, um, you know, they are not taking care of that. And people are then trying to keep their willpower in place, which doesn't work, right? And I take really this part out and help them actually more focusing on implementing healthy habits into their lifestyle, which Mm -hmm. then lead automatically to being healthier, being happier. And that leads to weight loss. Whereas most people think, oh, first comes the weight loss and then I will be happier. I'll I'll do all the things, I'll lose the weight and then I'll feel good, right? Absolutely. So um then uh, and so I kind of inver- uh, reverse uh, the, the you know the whole thing here, and with the the program I offer. So it's uh, basically a program that I set up. Uh, you know, it's videos, uh, several modules with videos. Um, I added audio as well. I added transcript. I did that very quickly. Actually, uh, I had my team help me uh, with that one, and I. Then um, also added um, for a certain part of the pro- for a certain type of the program, they can sign up up upfront payment or monthly payment. So if they have an upfront payment, they get also a Q and A session per week. So basically six Q and A session, and I have included a lot of other things like groups, forums, uh, comments, and so on. So you know if they have any questions, they can ask. And a the way other for thing, them to feel like they're part of a community too. It sounds exactly like. yeah. so. Community that is something I'm still building, um, but the community was important. But also that there is, you know, me or my team, you know, that we are there like to them. help them. So it's not just a e-learning program, right? Really? right so we right. are really there. We can uh, immediately, you know, intervene and so on. And that really works well and people really appreciate it. The two things I've also added is um, they're really good. One, I've added plenty of bonuses and two of the bonuses are actually a direct um, result of some questions from my better clients because I had them first and better. Okay. So I just mm-hmm. felt that that would help. And the other thing I added is a quiz after each module. And that was a very, very good move. mm -hmm. And in the quiz, one, it helps me, of course, to find out how happy the clients are, right? 
Um, but also, you know, if there's any issue, if they have any questions or so, and they as well see, you know, um, have I been doing well? Um, should I perhaps go back into the module and maybe review something or so? And it helps me to see other really doing the job, right? Because again, we go back to roadblocks are if there are any, right? Exactly. Because the thing is commitment is, I think, in everybody's um you know, every, every coach, every course creator or so having clients who are committed and stay on track with, you know, going through the material right. or totally. showing up, doing the work, whatever is the biggest issue in my yes. opinion. I agree. And with that, people are, you know, they know I'm checking on it because of course I go back and I say, Hey, well done and whatever. And, you know, so, um, they're really, um, really, really, uh, greatly motivated by that. Mm-hmm. Well, so if I'm understanding you right, then you start, you kind of, you kind of take your strategy and start with the habits first, Yeah, right? Lay the groundwork is what it sounds like to me for six weeks. And then you move them into your six month container where you can really spotlight more on, to your point, the root causes. So you're giving them a toolbox that they can use right from the beginning. And then you get into really the meat of what it is that you do with them. Is that right? Correct. Um, Maybe to add, I will have another program that I will develop as a either in between or another option. So if they are not ready to be become group or one-on-one clients, because Uh maybe they don't have the means because it's more expensive or they're Uh just not ready for that. I will have probably something like a two months program or three months, three months program, probably um, that will then go a little bit more into the whole root cause, root cause and mindset. I'm already touching initially on mindset, by the way, I didn't mention that earlier. No, I just assume that. Yeah. That's a foundation of what you're doing. Yeah. But I I kind of feel like, um, and again, based on client feedback then is where I, or how I will develop the second course. Got it. Okay. So then it sounds like from just listening to you talk about kind of this, this um, you're like pre-paving and, you know, giving them a runway, right. Into like the main way that you can help them make a a sustaining change, right. A change that they can actually maintain for a long term. It sounds like there are lots of couple things are jumping out at me here. There are several ways that you interact with them. So they don't feel like that they're just in a program and kind of doing, you know, going through the motions, right? They kind of feel like they're interacting with real people and having support from someone like you or someone on your team to make sure that they're not in the way of their blind spots, right? The other thing that I'm hearing is, is that there's lots of accountability, but in different ways. So let's talk about that for just a minute. And so I've created a brand new Visionary Retreat Leaders Checklist. This is pure gold, folks. This is all stuff that I have learned through my own planning processes over the last 10 years that I've been delivering retreats. So if you want to get your hands on a copy, it's absolutely free. You can go to my website, www.theallisonk.com. Click on the can work with me icon, work with me, which is on the left-hand side. If you go to my website and click it and you start scrolling down the page and there'll be a pop-up window that will appear. And you can just put your email address in, 
and we'll be glad to send it to you. So make sure you take advantage of this. This is an amazing free offer. This is worth its weight in gold. And quite honestly, I see a lot of people charging a lot of money for the stuff that I'm just giving to you for free. So go get your hands on it. I would love to get your feedback, see what you think, but definitely take it as a free gift from me because I really believe in over-delivering and over-sharing. And I just want you to be able to have it so that you can start using it and planning your own retreats and events. So take advantage. I would love to hear what you think. So the accountability is uh, one uh, built in the program through the quiz, of course, uh, because, right. you know, we will ask them things. So what is, you know, the number one habit you're going to implement or so, so I can pick that up easily and either send them a personalized email if I want, or I could even, you know, send a quick video. Um, but mostly at the time, at the moment, I use that in the Q and A, um, obviously then, you know, saying, Hey, how, how do you go with uh, drinking more water or, you know, whatever it is they, they've been doing. So it's all kind of included in there. And then especially during the Q&A, it's where I can then, you know, have a quick hot seat or so and say, hey, where uh, you're at, what you're struggling with. Okay, let's focus on that one. And then I right. hold them accountable on that. Right. Right. And as I said, the quiz earlier and then, yes, throughout, I mean, as I said, throughout the module, you know, there's, for example, um, also task steps uh, at the end of the module um, where I say, okay, fine, you know, this is your task or, yeah. you know, come up with a list of what you're going to do and then, you know, focus on that one and so on. So I do yeah. that in this program. I have in my one-on-one -on -one and group coaching program, obviously, besides the normal sessions, I actually have, for example, where we have included food tracking um, and we give personalized feedback. I have included daily where they Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they tick the habits they want to focus on and they just tick it and then give me a feedback at the end of the month, uh, sorry, at right. the end of the week. So that's another way of keeping people accountable that okay. worked really well, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I like that because I feel like it's not a one size fits all. Not everybody's just is going to be okay or need a weekly yeah. check-in. Maybe there's another way that you can offer accountability where they still feel like they're being supported. Um, I find this Really interesting being that you're 100% online now. Um, and I know you and I have talked about you adding some in-person stuff later on, but I'm wondering if you can speak to how do you make people feel like they're in an experience when you're just in an online container? I just, I would just welcome your feedback on that. Mm, yeah. And um, I feel uh obviously with the whole you know since the whole COVID, a lot of people are more open to the whole online experience yeah, not everybody and it's absolutely yeah. fine um but it became more acceptable um i met a chiropractor who does online um a reiki um you know therapist and so on so uh, doctors of course who work online um almost exclusively and so it's more accepted and it's definitely possible. The way I work with my clients online is exactly the way we have our conversation, Alison, right? Um, and how people see us, right? I feel like you're sitting here, you know, next to me or opposite yeah. me, right? Yeah, yeah. In, my, in my office. And, and it feels like this. The advantage I feel is also people can do it wherever they are in their home at yeah, work. Absolutely. So it's, you know, they don't have yeah. to take their car and drive there and wait in the waiting room because whoever's late and, you know, all these kind of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 
I pride myself that I'm a pretty good observer and listener. So obviously I probably honed on those skills more than, you know, being right. in a, in a live uh, setting or so. Um, but it really works well. I really, yeah. really love it. Yeah. Well, um, and I just, I, I love what you just said is, you know, you've kind of recognized the skills that you really needed to get better at if you're going to really make a go of this. And obviously that's what you're doing. But I think the main take-home message, and I'm speaking to the business owners and the entrepreneurs listening who are maybe curious as to what your process is too, um, just from their vantage point, is that you're simply making up your mind and deciding that this is going to be an amazing experience for everybody that comes to work with me. That's very true. And I'm I'm jumping a little bit between the programs, obviously, but um, for example, when somebody uh, comes more into the one-on-one group coaching space, right? I normally have a one-on-one session, a free one-on-one consultation totally. with them before, right? So, and I, again, I, I've really honed on my skills to have a very, very good discovery session. So I have a very ho- um, high closing rate or conversion rate. Um, because of that um, is obviously then after people really feel uh, drawn to me and really know, you know, yeah. how much I personalize yeah. the program and personalization is maybe the yes. the word I want to use here or highlight here. Yeah, that was my next point. So I'm glad you're mm-hmm. speaking to that. Yeah, yeah, because that's really how I can make the difference. And in today's age, you know, with AI, um, so many people are scared they might lose their job, you know, because I mean, you can use ChatGPT to you totally know, get coached. And I love ChatGPT and I use it a lot, well, you by the use way. It to get ideas, but it doesn't replace you. Absolutely. But there's still, you know, uh, a lot we can do differently than uh, AI. Um, let's hope it stays some while for that. Um, so for me, you know, right from the beginning, the experience I, I give those people, those clients, right, is out of the world. They feel hurt. They feel, you know, I draw them in. I ask the way I ask questions is obviously where they say, oh, yes, no, you definitely hit the nail. I provide constant aha moments where they say, oh, wow, okay, I haven't thought about that. I haven't seen it from that angle. And um, then again, that's more in my uh, one-on-one group coaching is, for example, I do a very um, extensive um, assessment and with a feedback, which basically then prepares the journey for them in a way of a blueprint, right? A personalized protocol. So again, it's completely personalized for them. I try in my other program as much as possible. I have one e-learning program where I provide that service as well. In the six weeks program that I mentioned earlier, not so much, um, as I say, but I've included so many things. People feel definitely heard and listened. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that's really key because I think as you probably, and I know you're aware of this, but I know I see it a lot in my programs is some people just probably need it a little bit more than others. And it's not that other people don't need it, right? But I think it's just kind of taking off our coach hat for a minute and just putting on our human being, I'm listening to you hat, right? And just really being aware. Sometimes it's not what people say, but it's what they don't say. That should be a clue for us too. Of course. I mean, we know as uh, coaches, consultants or so, it's not always that we give people what they want, but what they need, right? And that's obviously our skill as well to understand that and then provide that exactly. And it's quite funny because obviously sometimes there's a resistance from the client and um, we have to work around that. 
to get to. Yeah. And a lot of times that's just a story that people get really married to their stories, just like they get Mm -hmm. married to their current identity, right? Which is what we were talking about at the beginning of this episode. So let's talk about just for a minute from a business owner standpoint, you know, from your perspective, what are some of the challenges that you see and that you face in not only keeping a pipeline of you know, I don't want to call them eligible people because that makes it sound like it's a commodity, but, but like, you know, people, prospective people that are good fits for your program. How do you navigate that? But at the same time, you know, still deliver amazing value inside of your program. So you're kind of like juggling two things at the same time, right? Welcome to the world of being a business owner, right? Yes, um, I'm glad you're mentioning it. And I hope that there are a lot of um, younger or newer business owners and coaches there who listen to this, because if I would give one (laughs) advice, and it's probably unpopular advice I'm going to give here and say uh, is or share, is um, as a business owner, as a coach business owner, and when I say coach, that can be anything, a therapist or, you know, similar uh, than that, even a course creator. So uh, basically, um, your time, or at least my time, I don't know about you, Alison, but I guess it's similar, is um, most of the time, 80% marketing and sales work. Yeah, yeah. Would you agree to that? Yeah, I would agree with that. But I also think that there are a number of ways that we can accomplish that without actually like making it all task oriented. I think a lot of it is, you know, who really being very clear as business owners, who we are talking to all the time, right? Who is the best person? Just because you can help somebody doesn't mean they're the best fit for what you're doing. And I think the longer I'm in business, the more I believe that to be the case. I fully agree on that one. Yes, absolutely. But I I think, I mean, it's basically, you see, as a a business owner, we have to embrace to wear different hats, right? So the finance hat, the admin hat, the coach hat, the client's customer service hat, and obviously sales and marketing and probably plenty of others. So the struggle is always to change those hats and know when to wear which one and when to focus a little bit more on one or the other. So when I said 80% sales and marketing, that's not going to stay throughout a business career, right? Or span. It's just a business cycle. Exactly. So I had times where I was uh, probably 80% coaching and only 20% sales and marketing and all the rest, right? Um, Most of the time, however, it's really the 80% sales and marketing. And I think that's what it is. So I think we really, as business owners have to embrace it, um, not push it away. I have at certain times outsourced part of it, um, I, to be very honest, I realized very recently, um, that I did some mistakes by outsourcing it, or rather a lot of mistakes have been done. Um, and, uh, I take full responsibility. Um, but you know, I've not realized that. So now at the moment, I'm really doing a lot of those things myself. Yeah. The mm-hmm. new course I mentioned earlier, I went a little bit deeper and is a little bit or is rather a reply to that issue because basically I'm at the moment spending a lot of time putting an evergreen funnel in place yeah. uh-huh. so I can then focus a little bit more on other activities that can be coaching, of course, yeah. or developing other parts of my business and, you know, like in life experience, what we talked earlier yeah. or other things. So we have yeah. a lot of ideas. But basically yeah. for me, the answer was that, 
I, at the moment, uh, for the last uh, several months now, I'm really spending a lot of time on setting up this evergreen funnel, which is really from um, the, in, you know, getting people, getting leads, getting obviously the right leads mm-hmm. um, until, you know, uh, delivering the program with a minimum of my time, uh, but still providing the best experience to my you know, clients. Just have a consistent way that people can access you too. <laughs> I think that's really key is one of the things that I teach my entrepreneurs is we want to have multiple ways to work with people, not necessarily multiple offers. Yep. Right. Because we want to stay in our lane. So, so let's talk a little bit then about some of the challenges that the people that you work with have had. And because I really think that it's important and obviously we don't have to talk about names or anything, you know, really private, obviously, yeah, but, but I just, I always think it's really helpful as a business owner and a coach when I hear other, someone, another business owner talk about a really challenging situation with a client or in a program that, and how they navigated it. Cause I think that is all gold as far as learning moments. Okay. So you're asking about uh, challenges with clients, not with my team. Yeah. No, no, no. Just okay, um, sorry. I'm mm-hmm. speaking of like the the challenges that you've had within your business and how you've navigated yeah. it. So I think the big, biggest challenge was just for me um, constantly either, uh, you know, being all coaching, 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 and um, then, oh, I realized maybe I don't have enough big pipeline to get new clients in. Um, and then obviously I went more into the sales, 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 and then I haven't done so much coaching, right? So that's kind of my, has been my biggest challenge in terms of, um, challenges with clients or working with them. Going back again, I think the biggest challenges was always the commitment, right? Getting clients to commit right from the beginning, getting them, uh, to stay on track, even so, they have not had the success they were hoping. I mean, people, yeah. you know, when they pay several thousand dollars or so, they have a huge expectations, which is normal, of course. The work I'm doing is, um, and, and that's again, give them what they need, not what they want, totally. right? Is often not that I'm focusing necessarily on them losing weight the fastest way possible, right? It's often a side effect and it happens, but it's not necessarily. For me, it's far more important, as I mentioned, you know, the habits, looking at the root cause, addressing those so the person can actually have a long-term result, right? And it's just needed. The mindset obviously is taking time, right? I mean, it's it's always the most difficult and the longest to work on so that's for me really the important part and in there sometimes you know people lose their start and yay they lose 10 pounds and they're all happy and they're obviously further expecting now that every week they're going to lose 10 pounds and the next week they don't lose 10 pounds right they maybe only lose 3 and then maybe yeah. nothing and maybe even they put back on 2 pounds And then, of course, um, often we realize either maybe there are some issues that we have to address, or maybe they have not been as compliant as they thought they would be. And if they're honest, we found out that they went to the party and they were snacking, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And I think that's the biggest um, I'm seeing with clients. No, I love that you brought that up because I I think everybody listening and myself included has seen that in our programs where I think people do come in with certain expectations. And I think, you know, part of being human, you know, and going through any transformational process, whether it's working on your business or yourself in some way, mm-hmm. is, is that there's, there's all, it's like peeling back layers of an onion. You know, we're going to focus on 
I'm going to focus on getting the 10 pounds off to use your example. But in that process, what I'm finding out is I'm really this kind of person, you know, which is a whole nother issue. Right. So I think to your point, I think what can be potentially challenging and really rewarding, too, if we look at in the right way is people can come in thinking they need a solution for one thing, but they really need a solution for something else. Very true. And it's funny, I just uh, was listening to another course about that um, is basically what is the the biggest uh, side effect, yeah. unexpected side effect um, of your yeah. program. I like how you put that. Yeah. And, and it's something I, I will probably write a a blog post because that was the program was about that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's 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 really and that's uh, I see that as well. I mean, people, the, you know, the confidence they're getting is so amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm huge about self um, self care, right? Self love, right. all these yeah. things, um, so important. Right, because so, it all goes hand in hand. Any change that we make is going to be an investment in ourselves, regardless yeah. of if it's in our business or in our personal lives or both. Right. So now that we've talked about the challenges, I always like to wrap up with the wins. So talk to me about some of the amazing wins that you've helped people accomplish in your programs. Like maybe oh, there's one or two that come. To, I know you've got lots, but maybe just one or two that come to your mind. How much time do we have, right? So uh -huh. um, look, I, I, there are several. I mean, I think very early in my career, uh, I had uh, it was literally, I think, my third or fourth client. I actually had a woman, um, she was a bit older, 70. Um, no, she was in her 80s, actually. Anyway, she um, had uh, arthritis for a long time. She had overweight, she had all kinds of issues. She had diabetes, she had um, high blood pressure, she had arthritis in her hands and her knees. She was only sleeping four hours. And within two, three weeks working with her and obviously changing her habits, her eating habits and so on, she had no pain anymore in her hands and knees. So she suddenly went from heavy pain to know she yeah. discontinued her diabetes medication obviously with you know her doctors okay i mean it's not me and yeah, yeah. um she went from four hours of sleep to eight hours of sleep and then everything else improved as well so that was the kind of in the beginning i i really uh, she was so amazing this woman and then maybe one other thing just not to to add too many is um that I helped um, several clients, but one client comes to mind. She lost 50 pounds uh, wow. in six months. Wow. Um, and um, so that's, you know, I've a couple of clients like that. Not that I recommend to lose that much, I must say, in a short time. Um, I totally. actually I'm I'm rather against you. it. Yeah. Um, but it just happened. So, you know, the person becomes so happy and all that. Yeah. I have another client. Um, she lost uh, 35 uh, pounds, um, but she contacted me like a year or two years later and she still kept it off. And That's her wonderful. whole life, you know, yeah. her whole life changed, her business changed everything. I mean, it's just, it's more, you know, how people change their lives because yes. of or thanks yes. to, or even often, you know, the ripple effect that they are then either, um, you know, teach other people to be healthier yeah. or yeah. the family becomes healthier or so. Yeah. And this, to me, is really what the client experience is about. It's not just about helping them get a result, but it's helping them become a much more vibrant, fuller version of themselves because that's going to give them greater impact in their life. To me, that's really what the client experience is about. True. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So how can people connect with you, Andrea? 
So um, I have, uh, well, like we all have a, a page, obviously, uh, sorry, a website. Uh, it's wellnessmethods.com. I'm sure you will share it somewhere here in the show notes. And um, then I'm on, um, on all kind of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and so on. Most of my handles are wellness methods. So I'm sure you can wellness find me. Wellness methods. Is that it? Wellness, yes, wellness methods. methods. So the website again is what? Wellnessmethods.com. Wellnessmethods.com. And then all your social media is wellness. wellness, wellness methods. Yeah. Normally you find me all over. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, um, you know, I obviously, if people, you know, would be interested to find out more of, about my offers, I have a workshop at the moment, my Food Freedom Foundation workshop. I have obviously okay. my program. I also have um, helped uh, a couple of or quite a lot of uh, health coaches uh, grow their business uh, as well. So I have been a mentor and a coach to other coaches as well. Okay. So always having fun. Fantastic. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah. That's what it's all about. Thank you so much for making time to share your story and talk about how you're creating amazing client experiences. I really appreciate it. Alison, that was an amazing interview. And everybody, please do so. uh, You know, try something, believe in yourself. And thank you for being here with us. Yes, absolutely. And so folks out there listening, if you would like to connect with Andrea, you can find her note, her website down in the show notes, wellnessmethods.com. You can also connect with her on any of her socials, Facebook, Instagram, everything you'll find in the show notes. Um, you know, this is one of the reasons why I created this show, because I feel like there are so many unique ways to give you the client or customer a result but not many of them are real experiences, unfortunately. And that's where I think the coaching industry has has done all of us a disservice. And so I really feel like the more we can talk about creative and innovative ways to help get you results, then I think the better off we're all going to be because this is really how we create real change in the world. So on that note, if this episode has been really helpful for you or you've learned something that you would be really interested in sharing with someone else, please copy the link and share it with a friend, a colleague, another business mentor that you know, this is how we really create change is by spreading and sharing and encouraging other people to get on the ride with us. This is why both of our shows are ranked in the top 100 consistently and why we're heard all over the world. It's because of people like you who are sharing, who are subscribing, who are downloading, who are taking time to write us a review. And if you like, if you are interested in connecting with me, please come to my website, www.theallisonk.com. We're happy to share this episode as a free gift to anyone in your audience that you would like. So please don't hesitate to ask us to do that. That's what we got for you this week on the podcast. We will see you next time. Bye. Mm -hmm.